If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Hey, you're listening to the Photo Business Help Podcast. My name is Natalie Jennings. This is episode number 77. I cannot believe it. I'm coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota in my home office. And I just spent a really great couple of days outside. It has been unseasonably warm here in Minnesota, as I, I think it is all over the planet. Don't want to get into that conversation, but when you're in the middle of a Minnesota winter, a 40-degree day with sunshine is absolute heaven. So every Minnesotan in the city was outside this weekend. I was shooting a wedding on Saturday, and it was such a treat to be able to do all of our portraits outside, wander around the city, and not actually be cold at all. And then uh, the day after the wedding, just went out and took the dog and took a walk on the lake. There are a few lakes in Minneapolis. It's known as the City of Lakes. And all the lakes are frozen over. There's some really cool events going on this past weekend, some cross-country skiing events and dog races. And they make all these cool ice sculptures and light them up on the lake. And they have beer tents and music and all kinds of stuff. So really fun weekend to have an event like that because it wasn't super, super cold below zero like it usually is this time of year. So today I am going to talk to you about one of the things that comes up a lot, especially in the winter when I am setting aside time to really dig into my website and the inner workings of my business. I'm shooting a lot less, at least in Minnesota, in the winter. So it gives me a chance to catch up on all of the things that keep my business running. And today I'm going to talk about alt text and SEO a little bit. This is going to be a quick episode, but I do get a lot of questions um, about SEO. And it's a huge, huge topic, one that you could really dig into forever. But alt text is something that's particularly applicable to photographers. So I wanted to jump into that. Before I do, if you are brand new to SEO or you know a little bit, but you'd like a little more direction and instruction when you're kind of putting stuff together for your blog or your website, I did a four-part SEO workshop on this podcast very, very early on before the first 30 episodes. But it's four different episodes with Becca Dilly, and it's an SEO workshop, and it's titled that way, so you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. Part one of four is episode number 20. Part two is episode number 22. Part three is episode number 24. And part four of the SEO workshop I did with Becca Dilly is episode number 26. So if you are listening and wanting to dig into SEO and understand it a little bit better, I highly recommend going back to those. I'm just going to jump in today and tell you a little bit about alt text and why it's important. So when you are putting together a blog post, and I use WordPress, so there's a lot of variability and, and different options that you can do when you're when you're on the back end of WordPress. I'm not totally familiar with all of the platforms, so it might be a little bit different depending on what you're using. And you're putting together a post, the interface will prompt you for alt text for each image that you put up. Alt text is something that is 
descriptive and it's intended to describe to the search engine what the image you are posting is about. So the first thing that you want to do is not heavily load your alt text with keywords. You want to use a couple, but if you're just ramming it full of keywords, let's just say it is a picture of a bride and a groom on a rooftop of a a bar in Minneapolis or something. And you want to describe what they're doing. So you're going to want to say wedding couple holding hands on rooftop in Minneapolis. And that's what's happening. You don't want to say Minneapolis wedding venue name, all sorts of different things over and over and over and over and over again. So that's the main thing that you're going to want to keep in mind when you're doing that. And why do we want to do this? Basically, alt text strengthens what you're trying to say in your blog post or article with all of the search engines, bots and everything going on out there in search engine land. And it improves the accessibility of your website. So people can essentially find you easier because the bots are also combing your images, which they can't quote unquote see, obviously. So this is a way for not only Google bots or whatever search engine you're using to see what you're posting when you have a whole bunch of images flooding your blog post, but it also allows folks that are visually impaired to be able to listen to what the image is connected to the search engine. So that way your images also come through in a different format for folks that might not be able to see them very well, which is something really important to think about as well. So once again, the alt text just describes what's on the image and the function of that image on the page. So back to our wedding couple, if you are describing different images in a wedding post, you should be able to understand what's going on in each one of them. So not every single one of them is Minneapolis rooftop wedding, you know, over and over and over and over again. So just as a recap, when you're choosing your alt text, focus on useful, information-rich content that uses your keywords and uses your keywords in the context of the content that you are providing on that page. So just avoid stuff with keyword stuffing. Avoid stuff with keyword stuffing. Avoid keyword stuffing um, since it's usually like a negative experience overall and it, it can be seen as spam to the bots out there. So when you're posting, make sure that you are giving your images a little bit more of a voice. Go into that little backend part of WordPress or whatever you're using and fill in your alt text for each of your images. This is not only going to help your site be seen, but it will over time really help you be seen in relevant searches. So this is good for SEO. This is a helpful regular practice you should get into. And one final thought on alt text. If you have like buttons or images or anything that serves a purpose that isn't necessarily an image, but you're uploading it as a JPEG anyway, make sure that you're just describing what it is. So I might have a button for an offer that I'm doing that's just text, but it comes up as a JPEG and I have to upload it that way. Make sure that the alt text says button for HoneyBook discount or whatever it is. So just get yourself in the headspace of describing what you are showing people. Hopefully that makes sense. I feel like I'm kind of rambly today, but that's a good place to start. Alt text is definitely an important part of SEO. And once again, check out the SEO workshop I did with Becca Dilly way back, episodes 20, 22, 24, and 26 of the Photo Business Help podcast. 
One final note, if you are still trying to get organized and get things together for 2020, I am still offering my favorite discount of last year, which is 50% off of a full year of HoneyBook. If you have no idea what HoneyBook is, it has really changed the way I do business and it is a really great resource in addition to your business, especially if you find yourself having trouble with organization and staying on top of things with client correspondence and contracts and invoicing and all of those things that work together to keep your business alive. So HoneyBook is a super valuable CRM tool that you can add to your business. I love it. If you want to give it a try for the first year, head to jennings.photo forward slash HoneyBook. And if you use that link, you'll get 50% off your first full year of HoneyBook. If you don't like HoneyBook after that, you don't have to use it. I highly recommend trying it. If you're on the fence, give it a try. I was on the fence for way too long with this whole CRM thing and I dove in and I love it. And it, it really, you can create workflows. You can see where each one of your clients are in the process. Like this person is looking at their contract. This person still needs to pay. This thing is coming up. I mean, anything that you want to sort of make so that everything is easier and more organized, you can do inside of HoneyBook. So for your 50% off first year, Head to jennings.photo forward slash honeybook. It's an investment in your business that you will definitely not regret. That's all I have for you this week. I am back twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday for 10-ish minute episodes. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you later.